Hello, class, and welcome to the 42nd episode of A Plus Anime. And yes, if you're hearing that, that wasn't your headphones. I said 40 seconds because I'm an idiot. And I am your teacher, Ian Brichel, and this is... Well, now that there's three people, are you technically no, no, my no, TA? No, what TA are you? and guest speaker. Okay, you so said, you, this you is call, my TA you, this week. Yeah, because you called Alex last week a guest speaker, and I really liked the sound of that. Okay, yeah. all right, so this is my TA this week, Nato Johnston. Hello! How are you, sexual, sexual I'm back, board. I took an episode off. <laughs> I'm flexing for, Usually it's flexing always for the non-camera of this audio podcast. <laughs> Usually it's always you being like, so Ian died this week, so uh, it's me talking to a guest. Uh, I'm sorry anyone who wanted to hear Ian, but now, now here you are. You returned, you were gone last week, and here you are. Speaking of people returning, cows is walking into frame <laughs> trying to, what are you doing? <laughs> Bye, cow. Anyway, so speaking of cow, I can't transition this in a good way. Speaking of cow, there are cows in Australia because there are farmers in Australia and people who are in Australia. One of those people is named Dash at Dash, Dash Gamers. How are you, bro? Oh my God. I am so privileged to be here with you two that uh, I'm honored. Thank you so much for having me. You you can you don't need to lie. It's fine. Yeah, you no, can say yeah. this is really an, a big annoyance. <laughs> this is getting my way. She's like, I, I, I've been on every podcast, and now I'm just scraping the barrel. Like like you've had to lift up the barrel after well, scraping the barrel. That's and a lie. That's and a and lie. I have not been invited onto the hungry gamers yet. I'm calling them out right here on April. Yeah. Sunday. Fuck. Oh, shit. Nobody I'm on an OK Beast podcast. I'm at yeah. the top of the eight, top eight bit right network. Now. Never fucking heard of them. Eight bits full of shit. Nobody <laughs> likes them. They have a shit roster of podcasts, especially that you game bro. Nobody listens to that either Fuck that. That. so here's here's the plan if we're starting a mutiny of both of our networks <laughs> we need to start the the starving the starving game of players all right monster network <laughs> we need to just fuse our names and be legally distinct enough <laughs> and then start our own network the three of us yeah is that okay can we do that yeah that's exactly can we call it hentai haven xx but not three x's <laughs> <laughs> Hentai Haven sounds like it's a, a real place. It's a real snake. website. It's a, it's a real website. Wait, what? Yes. Well, boys, we're hitting a rescue Google on this one. <laughs> oh All right, God. boys. All right. It's funny because I, if you're I following along too. at home, <laughs> oh God, it's real. It's an organization. They got a dot org. Yes. <laughs> Wait, Hentai Haven dot <laughs> E D U. What's happening? Oop, no. Okay, so that's still open, boys. We need to register <laughs> hentaihaven.edu and have it redirect to the iTunes page we can do that. for A-plus anime. Can we do that? Yes. Yes. How much money do I need to pay for that? Oh, Excellent. Not much. It shouldn't be much. It'd be government-funded. Yeah. Oh, of course, yeah. I'm definitely getting money from the Japanese government. <laughs> for, for context, for those of you obviously not in the video chat, my, my fiancé is staring at me just smiling from ear to ear every time I say the word hentai, and I don't know if it's like she's laughing at us because we're <laughs> stupid or if she's laughing at me like... I'm telling. Because like, like it's, you gonna it, tell somebody? It's like one of those words that mul- it has like multi-purpose to yeah. it. Like like nani. Like nani mm. is like what, but you can use it so much in a context of a sentence. Nani. Like, no, it isn't. Hentai just means poor, and she's no, like, it what doesn't. Is it doesn't. Porn? It also means rape. It means pervert. It also means Yeah, it also oh, means pervert. Fun. It means rape. It means a whole bunch of stuff as well. Mm. So like, well, yeah, <laughs> nani. <laughs> nani. So at the so okay so so look let yes. let me grab the podcast and like drive us back onto the tracks. <laughs> so uh, you know it's oh, no no time out. I know I know where the tracks are going and I know where to lead us because speaking of hentai, <laughs> yeah. Today we're talking about a uh, anime that is pretty pretty adjacent. To hentai. It's pretty horny. <laughs> it's pretty dang horny. Yeah, it's definitely and it's definitely fan servicey yeah. as hell. Yeah. 
so before we even start the episode, can I can I do a little tangent about this show yeah. and why there's a special place in my heart for this show? I, I, look, I was actually going to ask the guest about how they are and if the, how, what are they their no, anime no, no, knowledge. Yeah. I want to hear okay. that. Okay. We're going to no, do that after because no, I want to open the up the story before yeah. I forget. <laughs> before I forget, you burn this so, classroom down. <laughs> I, I'm burning it down to the ground. So. Uh, since I recently got engaged, I've had to meet a bunch of my fiance's friends. Yeah, and one of these guys going, anyway. is this very is this very proper guy, and his nickname in the group is the Prince because he's very proper. He wears always very he's very well dressed. He's very nice, right? And he speaks multiple languages. He speaks English. Yeah. So I'm talking to him, and he's like, "Oh, so I hear you do an anime radio show. Can you please <laughs> tell me some good anime to watch this season?" And this was a few months ago when Darling the Franks just started. So I think you've told think this story. You, I've told I've told you for sure. I'm not sure if I've said it on the show. Yeah, or not. you have. So like, continue. So, so NATO. I think it's either NATO or someone says like, oh, you know, Darling the Franks, the first episode or whatever was pretty cool. Someone in our like little anime group said it was a good idea. So I just say the first thing that it comes was, to it my was, mind. It was Griffin. It was Griffin. Yeah, that, it was Griffin. Was. So then Griffin goes like, oh yeah, it's a good show. So then I tell this guy who I barely know at all. Yeah. And I recommend to him like, hey, you should watch this show called Darling in the Franks. Yeah. And he goes, oh yes, of course. I will definitely watch that, and I will get back to you with my opinion. So a month goes by, I don't see this guy, and then I later find out that, like, we're hanging out with him for dinner. We have dinner, and he pulls me aside. He's like, oh, so do you remember that show you recommended, Darling in the Franks? And I was like, yeah. I, was it good? And no, no, actually, no, sorry. I had seen the show, and I'd seen six episodes at this point. Yes. So I was, like, looking at this guy like, oh, no. <laughs> I recommended, like, I recommended, like, porn adjacent to this kid, like, this poor guy. And he turns to me, and he goes... That show was quite erotic. <laughs> and then I'm sitting, like, looking at this guy, like, uh, Yes, it was. Yeah, it was. And then he's like, I quite enjoyed it. <laughs> and that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> and then that Dead was Dead stop. Perfect. Yeah. And then we ate a nice soba noodles after that. So that's my experience and tangent with the show. All right. So, Dash. Dash, do you have any experience with the show or any side tangents you want to talk about anime with? Oh, How are you, bud? I'm, I'm doing good. Thank you for uh, thank you for having me again. Uh, yeah, with uh, Darling in the Franks, it was weird. I can't remember exactly how I got introduced to it. Uh, it was... Um I gotta say, maybe Australian Yaks. I gotta give a shout out to on Twitter. Uh, I think maybe he introduced me to it. I can't exactly remember how, um, but when I started watching it, uh, yeah, I don't know. I got the exact same thing, like the exact same message to me. Like, what is this supposed to be? Is this supposed to be like an action series? It's supposed to be, you know, like in a, a, some sort of erotica series or something going on here? But it kind of had both mixed, and I kind of got a kick out of the action more than I did, of course, the er erotica part of it myself personally just because i'm not into you know teenagers getting it on or anything like that but um oh well look at me i'm dash i'm above teenager sex <laughs> well it's not no i mean look you know i mean it's anime so you know you get you get the, the fancy yeah. anytime anyway but the thing was uh, about it i love the action in it um is what kind of get you know got me gripped to it and um i mean i got i even went back to read the, the manga and then that's when i kind of was like Oh, okay. So this is where it's going. Then it's it's a little bit more fan servicey in the manga than what it is in the anime. But even then, I was like, okay, I can see why this kind of got popular in Japan then because it's yeah, it's really really fan servicey. So yeah, it's rife with wife. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. we do criticize fan service a lot in Western like audiences and stuff like that. But Japanese audience fucking sap that stuff up. Just oh yeah. So like you understand, but also yeah. 
Yeah, it is pretty fan service. And it's like, well, I'll get more deep into it later, but it's very metaphoric. Yes. Like it has metaphors fucking left, right, and center. Just Some of them is just like, shove this down your throat metaphor. And some are like a little... The birth rate is going down. Yeah. Fuck people. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much what the show's all about. Yeah. But, but Dash, besides Darling the Franks, what can you give us like a kind of your background on anime and like how you view anime? Do you, we just talked a little bit about fan service. Yeah. Like, are you a fan? Are you not a fan overall with many shows? Or I, need a rundown. I, I, I'll put it this way. I'm kind of a, what the, our D&D group with NATO, what they call me a new age weeb, I guess. Um. A new, oh, uh, what is it? What's that meme where it's like, the legend otaku the the ancient otaku yeah. or whatever have you seen that meme yeah i have yeah where it's like <laughs> yeah like it's like one of those so you're like a new age I okay am, that's yeah. cool so so what is like the first kind of anime that kind of like you probably might have seen a few anime here and there oh, but yeah. like what was the first kind of anime that you're like oh i actually like really like this and this is my like ball zone like i might actually put a little more effort into like watching this genre i'll probably say the ball zone is what i actually call um all the porn that I watch, it's called. <laughs> all those are called the balls. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd probably say Full Full Metal when it, in a, on a network original. Where, yeah, the original. Yeah. Um, Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, when it kind of got um, when it first showed here in Australia on a network called SBS. NATO, you're probably yes. You know what I'm talking about. Um, late at night, uh, you flip over to SBS. Usually, when you flip over to SBS when you're a kid, it's mainly because you want to see boobies at late at yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> But um, it was like the European, like for American or any other non-Australian list, the SBS network at like past about nine thirty was yeah. like a lot of European kind of porn. TV shows. It was porn. Let's, yeah. just, let's just get straight to it. It was porn. <laughs> it pretty much was. You yeah. know, European television, also known as porn. porn. Yeah. Yes. So like you I'm have calling, like a from Fren- now on. I'm whenever I watch porn, I'm calling it European television. <laughs> like it'd be like a French TV show about like lesbians. So like you'd get like it, it wasn't about. <laughs> no, you laugh at like a hundred percent of the time. Would that's the kind of shows you'd get? I just yeah. I just can't like. So it was this French show about lesbians. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. God. It was like that. Like that is like. Like an, a super like you ask any like Australian about nine thirty onwards SBS it's just like yep yeah. couple of like that that's like where the L word and all those kind of like TV shows lived. I'll, I'll be Back honest though, mo- most of the shows that were on there were actually like Asian, like we're talking Japanese and all that. Like when yeah. it got to late night, and it was and yeah, there was a lot of nudity, a lot of sex scenes, and all that stuff. Yeah. But usually, <laughs> the reason I would flip if over if to not, it, you'd get yeah. anime. <laughs> you'd get anime. That's right. And uh, Full Metal Alchemist was the one that aired on SBS, uh, and that's what got me hooked. I, I, the reason I loved that kind of stuff, even as like a kid, it was mainly due to its. Uh, art style and yeah, the storylines were great and everything but as a kid you kind of don't really pay attention to a lot of the, the storylines you kind of pay attention to the flashy shit on TV you know yeah and Dragon mm-hmm. Ball Z is the perfect yeah, example ex- of that exactly yeah. and that's another one I guess Dragon Ball Z you know cheese TV in the morning you get up uh, in the morning at 7 o'clock and uh, it was straight on TV you turn it on you had Pokemon at 6.30 7 o'clock uh, Dragon Z. Ball Z and, and then, then usually Sailor Moon. After yeah, that. and then Sailor Moon. Yeah, yep. usually I'd head off to school before uh, Sailor Moon started. But yep. yeah, you know that that was basically how I got introduced. I mean, you know that that was pretty much like simple. Anybody got into Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon back in the day. But yeah, Full Full Metal was pretty much my jam uh, to get into this kind of stuff. Yeah. What What about That's awesome. What about like did Full Metals kind of stay your like primo top of the mountain? flag on the mountain kind of thing or is there one that's now like your yeah your flagstone of like your anime collection you mean now yeah i'd say steins gate 
Stunts. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a really good one. Yeah. I know it's based. I know it's based off a, a, a video game. novel, video game. But yeah. uh, I'd say that the anime is way better than um, the video game now. Like everything about it, uh, I just love it. I, I'm a sucker for time travel. I'm a big sucker for it. Um, and that's why even my favorite uh, anime movie, one of my favorite anime movies, is The Girl Who Leapt Through Time. Um, ooh, I still yeah. haven't. Yeah, that's about my only one that I haven't watched yet of like oh, the dude, so the new age anime movies. Yeah. Fun little self-plug. We've done episodes on both Full Metal Alchemist and Steins Gate, in case anyone's curious about those. Yeah, I was pretty... So I was, go back and listen to those. To be honest... Those were, those were the I, primo, like the early, early, early episodes of A-plus yeah. were those two episodes. Well, Full Metal was our first episode, I'm pretty sure. Brotherhood, yeah. Brotherhood was, yeah. Yep. Oh, there you go. I that haven't was the actually, original format. I actually haven't seen Brotherhood yet. Damn. You need yep. to get up I on haven't, that shit. I haven't watched it all the way through. I... <sighs> I, again, so this is the thing, I, kind of like I what know. you were saying before, Dash, is that like I watched, I, Full Metal Alchemist actually got me back into anime after all the stuff that I watched when I was a kid. So like again, we both have like similar, like I don't know, pathways right. from like our kid watching days to our adult days. Like after Full Metal Alchemist, I was like, oh wait, there's still anime going around. Like yeah. what's new? What yeah. should I watch? And that's that kind of like, uh, in America, it's called Tsunami. We watched a lot of Tsunami yeah, yeah. in America. Oh, we got Tsunami and down here as well. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that's pretty much my, my, my touchstone that got me back into it when I was an adult. I still, it's funny because when I was a kid, I watched, I mean, anyone who listens to the show obviously knows that I'm a huge stand for Digimon, right? Mm. And, like, I watched that show literally up until I was, like, in my teens. And even now, every once in a while, I'll watch an episode. But I never thought about it as, like, the genre, right? I never thought, like, oh, yeah, D- Digimon is just Digimon. And I saw it just as that. Yeah. And then once I learned that it was a part of a greater genre as a whole, mm. that's when... Full Metal Alchemist came into the picture, and I started to watch more stuff on Toonami. Like, um, like what was that big one? Paranoia Agent was a huge thing that got me back. Oh, yeah. I watched like the Akira movies and stuff like that. Mm. So yeah, um, so that's cool. Mm. I'm glad that you watched those. So do you have? And you said Steinsgate is your most modern thing that is like the top of your list. Yep. So besides anime, like TV stuff, do you do any sort of games that are anime related? Like, oh, do you yeah. play oh, any no. like Japanese RPGs <laughs> no. or whatever? I'm just. Yeah. It does need to be yeah. a huge rabbit hole. I'm just asking, like... Oh, we're going... Like, let, let, me, let me just warn you. I already know we're going down a huge rabbit yeah. hole. Because yeah. I know Dash, and I know... I, I already see the iceberg, and I'm on front of the Titanic, and I'm just screaming. So I, smile on my face, too, because he knows so which game kind of, I'm going to say first, because he yeah. hates so it. It's kind of, I don't understand well, no, why. So it's, so it's kind of a leading question, obviously, because I do know that you like Persona. Yes. yes. Obviously. Yeah. But, like, uh, other than Persona, I'm not really sure what other game you're going to list. Okay. Is, is, it was uh, Persona, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. He yeah, just fucking loves that game so fucking much, and like, I love it too. And it's just, it's just his brand now is Persona Five, just yeah. incarnate. Well, I do a podcast on it. What can you yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I know. Nato, why haven't you told Dash about the conversation, the long conversation that you and I had about Persona when I visited you? Which one? We so you and I we sat down during lunch one day and we planned out what would. A persona. Oh, persona Australian never, a persona. An Australian yeah, version. Yeah, that was actually like a really the, good conversation. I wish yeah, we like recorded all the that. Personas were. Me too. Like all the um, the personas would be from like Aboriginal spirits and stuff like that, and then <laughs> like yeah, still like yowies and obviously. the Rainbow Serpent and bunyips yeah. and stuff like that. It'd well, be I awesome. Yeah. Episode. I want to hear you guys record. No, this. no, we we would just like we was when he he was here in Australia, and it was over lunchtime. We were yeah. just having lunch, and we were like discussing it. 
I'd like, like to we saw it. kids with uniforms and we were like, oh, wow, that's cool. Mm -hmm. And then I thought to myself, oh, I wonder what that would be like. And then See, the problem is that NATO and I have ADD. That, so conversations yeah, go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And, deeper, and then they curve back around on, in on themselves. Yeah. See, and they, yeah. So with NATO, I don't understand what NATO's hate is towards Persona at No, all. it's just Persona 5. No, it's because it's popular. Because I love Persona 4 Golden. Yeah. I really do. Like How it's do you a, it's hate a, Persona Five if you love it's Persona not 4? good compared to four. Like You're in full everything of shit. that was good against about four, they like they like made too simplified, and no. it's on a console so, rather so, than a. So um, Dash, Dash, do you want me to tell you what what NATO is doing to you right now? Yeah. And let me tell you, I know NATO very well. I yeah. think that I know NATO. <laughs> Better than most people. Yeah. Because I think that I am 98% NATO. Yeah. Like, you know how most humans are a certain percent water? Yes. Yeah. I am 98% NATO. I believe yeah. it. And and I see myself in NATO, and both emotionally and physically, if you know what I'm saying. Kinky. You know, when yeah, I'm yeah. in Australia, you know, things got a little bit freaky. It got real cold but, at night. Boys need to spoon. Yeah, it definitely did. Out in the wilderness. Me, NATO, and uh, a coyote or a dingo or whatever. So it sounds really like anti-haven. Anti-haven.edu. Um, so... The thing about NATO and I, by extension, we are massive contrarians. And yes. since Persona 5 is the oh. most popular game, we both are, like, I did the same exact thing when it first came out. I was like, yo, fuck Persona 5. Persona 5 sucks. You still, you still are a bit sucks. average on it, all right? I am, I am, and you know what's funny? As the more time goes on, I'm like, yeah, it's all right. But if someone asks me, I'm like, yo, fuck that game. That game fucking blows. <laughs> Persona 3 is the best one. And Persona I'm like, no one 3. knows anything about Persona fuck, 3. Fuck off Persona 3. Oh, no. no, Persona yeah, 4 is good. Is, all the characters the are good. Really good. I instantly connected with every character in 4 I did not connect with any character in 5 I don't uh, I don't fucking, like the Yosuke fucking sucks I don't Yosuke is probably the worst character in any of the Persona <laughs> Wait, this is gonna be a, a Baku kind of conversation all over again isn't it no okay there's things that are redeeming about Yosuke which makes him very different from Bakugo yeah. uh, because there's literally nothing redeeming about Bakugo he fucking sucks he might as well Still, be a Kardashian that's how much I hate him I keep um, <laughs> again on Baku in fucking My Hero Academia after no, Griffin okay, I'm, sat down no, and no, talked I'm, with you for a whole yes, fucking afternoon yes. I do I do like Bakugo it's just a meme like after things with me, after my opinion changes, yeah. my opinion changes from like, oh, okay, I understand the other side of the argument, yeah. and now I just keep the same argument because it's a meme. And people are like, I don't understand you, Ian. Why don't you just understand me? And in my head, I'm like, I do understand you. I just like fucking with people. Yeah. So anyway, Dash, that is that is NATO 101, which is contrarianism. Yeah. No. If it's popular, fuck that thing. No. Well, I'll, I'll, give it, I'll, give, I'll, I'll give NATO the benefit of the doubt. I'm exactly the same as him. So yeah, you. Dash we, hates everything. We have, yeah, so th there's, there's a meme that goes around that I hate everything as well. Like, I, yeah. I tell NATO, geez, you hate everything. And then he says, you hate everything too. So what are you talking about? We're just as grumpy as each other, to be honest. Yeah, but pretty much. The, the thing is, I don't understand his hate towards five. I'd still, like, he says that he li likes four better than five. I can't understand how, because the mechanics in four are just, like, now so outdated compared to five. No, they are not. Five I'm has bad, five has bad uh, dungeon crawling. Like, it really does. What? Like Persona it, Four. Okay, Persona Four's dungeon crawling is just as bad. Yeah, but but this you, is not a video game podcast. But yeah, you can, it's not a video game. Ready? You, Cut. Now, Dash, you're completely fine. Your guest, NATO. I see you doing the karate chop hands. <laughs> Keep them karate chops to yourself. All right. Let's rewind. Get, Ian, your, we're gonna. I gotta get you on and take your hearts. And same with NATO, so we can discuss uh, this properly. I no, actually, that means I'd have to play it, dude. Dude, please do no, because no, yeah, have, have, I, you don't have I've to. been we to have Ian on. Have Ian on. I've been to. I've been to the neighborhood where that game takes place, and I live. 
in the neighborhood, <laughs> in one of the neighborhoods. So I think it would be pretty cool to yeah. go in there. I, I love getting invites. I like talking. Nice, if nice. You if you can't tell. Yeah. But besides Persona, do you have any other Japanese gaming touchstones that you could kind of connect back to anime, or is it just Persona? But it's it's strictly Persona, but I do have, I have been like dabbling in some other stuff like the Sword Art games. Um, I have. Have you played Catherine? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Catherine. I, yeah, I do Catherine. play a lot of. I do. Play Catherine's of probably one of my favorite, and it's better than all the personas put together. Oh, shut up, Cath- Catherine. It's Cubert. It's Cubert anime. Look, don't get me wrong. I, I love Catherine. It's great, but it's, it's Cubert anime. It's a better story. Just saying. How? I mean, do you ever get really deep into the lore of Cubert? Exactly. <laughs> Mer- Mer- me and Nato are deep in the Cubert lore. We are very. We actually met on the Cubert chat room. <laughs> I don't know if you know about this. So, <laughs> Nato, did you did you play did you play Catherine in uh, dub or? I played it in dub. Yeah, I didn't even know there was a sub back in the day when I played it. Yeah, no, I, I'm just I'm curious, but yeah, no. Look, I appreciated uh, the performances by Troy Baker and Laura Bailey on it, so I thought it was great. Mm. So, mm. 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 cool. Do you get into so, much JRPGs and stuff like that? That's that's another yeah. route that we yeah haven't... yeah yeah um yeah. So Persona's a JRPG. Here. What the hell? Huh? <laughs> nah. Persona is a JRPG. Yeah. Nah, but he's talking about more... Like, at the moment, I'm playing Octopath. Oh. Ooh, that's Japanese. Yeah, that, that's a big that's a big one. So, yeah, no, look, at the moment, I'm playing Octopath. Um, I played a lot of, like, Final Fantasy back in the day. I played... Uh, oh, okay. Uh, what else was there? Chrono Trigger and all that stuff back in the day. But, yeah, the, it, it, like, right now, like, growing up, I guess, um, I didn't play a lot of Persona growing up, but uh, when I did get a chance to, Persona 3 or 4 and 5 were pretty much my jam, so... That's awesome. Yeah, man. So... You kind of just started to kind of go into your own week, so I'm just going to transition straight into that. Yep. In case you didn't know, we are talking about Darling the Franks this week, in case that was already made pretty clear in the beginning. <laughs> but, Dash, tell me about what you did this week. Did you watch some anime? Did you do anything Japanese-related? Or just tell me how you're doing. How are you feeling mentally? How are you <laughs> Are you ready to talk about anime? I am ready to talk about Look, I did... I did. What did I watch this week? Well, I did watch the Persona 5 anime. Um, the... Um, what, what did can, I... Can we, can, we, can we at least agree on the, the Persona animes not being that good? No, it's not yeah. that good. The, the, although I did mention on Twitter this week that they did step up their game a little bit creatively. Which I'm actually intrigued because, yeah, yeah the, their animation style is not it's good. Shit. Yeah. Even, even, even if they had amazing story, which I'm not going to get into that because I don't want mm. another argument. But, the, yeah, their, their animation is pretty no. subpar. No. And, I, I, look, I blame, honestly, the combination of two studios. Usually they work together in their studio. Like, the animation comes out like mush on TV, which is Anaplex and A1. I love Anaplex because they do Sword Art, and I'm big. I love Sword Art personally. I think that's a great anime. Um, but A One, just every time they do, every time they touch something, I get annoyed because they just they don't put in that effort. But this week, it almost seemed like a, a brand new studio picked up Persona Five and did it because I thought the animation was tops, and they kind of tweaked the story a little bit um, to fit an anime episode of full twenty four uh, minutes because they're trying to jump into a new arc, and it felt great like watching it this week. I'm a little bit upset. I missed uh, Steins Gate last week. Was uh, not uh, they didn't have a new episode last week. Steins Gate Zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a whole bunch of anime didn't have an episode last yeah, week. Yeah, it was a bit of a break. So um, the only one really that came out this week was Persona Five. But yeah, I've, I've been hooked on pretty much Steins Gate, Darling in the Franks, and Steins Gate Zero. Oh, did I say Steins? Sorry, uh, yeah, Persona Five, Steins Gate Zero, and Darling in the Franks. Those have pretty much been the animes I've been watching religiously at the moment. So Dash, I have a question for you. Yeah. So, as a fan of Persona 5, the game, and Persona 5, the animation, this is kind of... I mean, if you listen to the show, obviously, I go down these what-if rabbit holes all the time. Yeah. So, my question to you is, someone who has played the game, 
and is now watching the anime. Do you feel as though that's a worthwhile experience? And I have a follow-up question after you. I, I, I've, I answered this. <clears throat> I can't remember where I answered this. I answered. I think I answered this on, on the Take Your Hearts podcast. I said to my mate Holmesy, who I'm playing the game with right now, um, that I'm glad that he's playing the game first because it's just a, it's just the sake of uh, there's a lot of the important stuff, a lot of the integral story that's missing in the anime that's not that they should include in the anime that they haven't. Uh, there's a lot of key points uh, that is not included there, so I'd rather if you got the choice to either play the game or you know watch the anime, I'd play the game. But the thing is, the the game is a huge time sink. Um, compared to the anime where they kind of mm-hmm. condense each arc into almost two episodes um, <clears throat> because obviously they want to mm-hmm. get to a spread of at least 24 to 25 episodes, which is what they regularly do on an anime that's adapted on anything. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. look, for anybody who has that time spare, uh, I'd say play the game. Um, if you don't have that time spare, watch, watch the anime. Yeah. Just watch the anime. Mm-hmm. So here's my follow-up question. As someone who is like really deep into like fan art and follows a lot, and someone who follows yeah. a lot of fan arts on Twitter, my question to you is: Is that a, fa- a very popular thing in fan communities is to do what's called an AU, which is right. called an ar- alternate universe, where like people will draw fan art of, hey, instead of the Persona characters doing the Persona storyline, they're all just working at the coffee shop, or instead of the Persona storyline. Like, uh, my, my most popular alternate universe fan art stuff is uh, what's called adult child swap, which is, so all the kids in the Persona game are now all the adults. So, for example, yeah. instead of Sojiro running the shop, it's Futaba running the shop, and Sojiro yeah. is the main character. And then, um, I forget his name, but the guy who runs the yeah, gun EY, shop, yeah. he is one of the, he, yeah, he, EY is kind of like the Ryuji stand-in, and then... Uh, the mayor, the mayor is also one of the characters and stuff like, and it kind of like gives all of them their own personas and stuff like that, and kind of gives mm. a backstory for them and and stuff like that. So, in my, my so my question to you is is do you think it would have been more more worth, worthwhile to do kind of like what Steinsgate and Steinsgate Zero does, which is like, hey, here's mm. here's the source material. You can go play the source material, and then guess what? This this story is like either a season two or like a continuation off the games, since most most Persona yeah. games don't do DLC. Or, like, an alternate universe where, like, maybe the main character is the villain and then, like, there's other characters. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned this. You know what I mean? Um, so, there's been a lot of rumors that, and speculation that the next Persona game would actually be, well, after Persona Q2, which is in development at the moment, that they would actually consider doing Persona 5 again, but it's a Persona 5 2. Um, there's a lot of rumors of that, but okay. the thing is, <clears throat> I understand where you're coming from. A lot of the fan art that kind of gives that uh, spiritual sequel, in an essence, and uh, also the uh, character swaps or age swaps and all that stuff that are in the fan art and everything that I've seen. Um, you know, I, I can't remember exactly what it was. That's rule something on the internet, and uh, yeah, rule yeah, well, rule, the rule th- one. <laughs> it's always it's always coming back. That's it's right, man. Back it's all the about porn, the porn. Darling, the Franks uh, is bringing rule, it out. Rule thirty four obviously has that thing, and then there's rule something that uh, character swaps and uh, you know uh, gender swaps and all that stuff. Um, personally, I, I say that mm-hmm. um, you know each um, each Persona anime has been adapted from the, the uh, video game storyline, and I kind of get that they wanted to kind of do that with mm-hmm. Persona Five and everything. It would have probably benefited them with an original story, I guess, um, so that. Anybody out there who hasn't played the game will play the game instead. 
um, of kind of cheating themselves out of an, a great experience of playing Persona 5. <laughs> you know, um, but um, <laughs> he's, he's shaking his head, by the way. Um, but uh, look, it's it's just a case where um, I like I like the direction it's going anyway. I like the, the story, the, the original story of Persona 5 anyway. So I, I've got no fault for them to do it. But um, yeah, no, I agree. I think... Um, I think an original story would have probably been a, uh, to their benefit instead of to, to their detriment, which is taking people away from the game. Yeah, because my biggest thing is, like, someone who has played the game is that there's anime cutscenes yeah. in the game and, like, things play out physically in the game and you kind of have yes. your own choice in the game. So, in reality, it seems as though there's they're kind of, like, removing player agency and kind of not, in my opinion, when it ever comes to games that end up becoming anime, it always feels like there's something missing because you're, you yes. don't have that control and that the ability to kind of choose yep. your own path. You know what I mean? And, and that's kind of where I kind of separate when it came to the Persona 5 anime. Even though I really loved a lot of things about Persona 5, I would have rather them yes. be drastically different. So then people who played the game could be like, okay, ready? Perfect example is like the main character yeah. is a dick. And he's actually like the villain or something. And then like all the main characters mm-hmm. besides the main character, your player character, yeah. have to go take down the player character. Like that would be super yep. interesting in my opinion. But I can see why that might have been, that might be difficult yeah, to uh, sell yeah, a studio on. But but that's that's neither here nor there. I don't run <laughs> an anime studio, so it's not my responsibility. Thanks, so, yeah, no, no, it no, just... not, not, not that you running one. I just mean running an anime studio in general. Just fuck that. <laughs> yeah. We, we barely run a podcast, so <clears throat> I don't think that would really work out too well in running an anime studio. So, anyway, yeah. we kind of talked about that. Nato, what is going on with you? What is going on with your life? What are you watching? Uh, How are you feeling emotionally? Yeah, uh, Does your stomach I'll... hurt? Have you eaten today? Yeah, a few times, and I'm feeling a bit nippy. I've got a p- couple of chips next to me, but I've been munching on that before we started. But, uh, po- uh, anime, anime, anime. I'm going to start with the big one. Um, Megalobox. We did a podcast on it. Absolutely loved it. I've been loving it all the way through. I'm not going to spoil the ending, but I absolutely fucking hate the the ending of this anime. And it's not the usual reasons where, like, oh, like, oh, I can't believe they did that. Or something like, well, it kind of is. But, like, it's such a... Li- well, it's not this thing. <laughs> well, it's kind of this thing, but it's not... Yeah, but, like, I meant it more like it's not a huge, like, right turn or something like they did where they're like, oh, I can't believe they did that to that character or something like that. They kind of just did mm-hmm. nothing. Like, it was just such a blasé ending for an anime that had so much depth and feel and, like... Especially where they're like drawing off the old anime of like what is it? Atashi no Joe or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. it, like where like that Ashtana has Joe. such a big impactful ending because like especially when we had your like now mother in law over here in <laughs> Australia, in Australia and she was like telling us the story of like the original anime was such a inspirational anime for the lower class because it was about a lower class person coming up and fighting the upper class and making a way in the world and something where like this still had like so much feels of that and then it just like it does it didn't have a message at the end it just kind of ended and I was just like oh like you're, you're not gonna do anything with it it's just like oh yeah they fought but but nato did they kiss no like i like we joked about it before the podcast they joked about NATO, it before your the, your voice no. just no they didn't like i would have i would have i would have been 
a billion times happen with like a, a, a boy love story thrown at the, at the end, like a hard tangent of like, nope, these guys fought together in the ring for so long. And then now they realize they love each other and now they got married. And I would have had that storyline. At least they did something with it. It's just such a like, look, I'm going to equate it to sex. It's like banging for a while and then all of a sudden like a timer goes off at 10 minutes and then you two hop up and walk off and don't even talk to each other, don't even like make a message, don't either of you finish, you just hop up, walk off, and that's the end. And it's just like, what? So like, see, the thing is, I hate when (laughs) you do this because you do this all the time, you never want to spoil it for me, but then in my head, I'm like, how could it possibly be like that? Do they fight and then nobody wins? Do they fight and they both die in the ring? Do they fight and then it turns out that he's actually him from the future or some shit? I would have taken all those. Wow. That's what I like. yeah, and they don't, what you're saying is they don't kiss. No, nope. I'm going to, uh, like, Nato, you, you had a good analogy there, but I'm going to equate this to a first date that I didn't want to go out with again, to be honest. No, no, Not no. Even that. I'm, I'm saying that the first Still, episode was that, a no-sell for me. That, oh, that's right. Because you, oh, you don't like okay. Megalo. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. hated it. Interesting. I, um, well, that's good. Yeah, at least you, at least, see, at least it gave, it in, inspired feelings of yeah. you to hate it. The last episode is like the vanilliest of vanilla, vanilla. Like you can't have an opinion on the last episode. Was it, was it just the last episode it. though? Okay. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah, Cause for me, for me, I felt like it was doing all the right things yes. up until the last episode I watched. I think mm. I watched up until episode eight and it felt as though there were enough twists and turns and like it kind of pervade your expectations at almost every turn where I was like, oh, okay, all right. Like, once I thought it was going to go down one road, and I think we talked about this on our first episode yeah. uh, that we talked about it on, is, like, in the first episode, I think, there's a whole arc about them getting a new suit of armor, yeah. and then 10 seconds after they get it, it breaks, and they don't use it, yeah. and they're like, well, oh, that sucks. Yep. And you're like, we just spent 20 minutes trying to get this thing. Yep. Like, wh- okay, cool. Like, and that's kind of the... the that's kind of the rhythm that show was given me was giving me as an audience mm. viewer during this entire time. So the fact that you're you're telling me that like nothing happens here like makes me you know kind of like <laughs> scared. I, I'm gonna technically spoil spot. So if you you're listening to the pod, I look. I, I'm gonna tell you now. I wouldn't even watch the ending. Watch the second last ev- wow. episode and like just not what even watch the ending. Like oh, right. is it like here's wait? The spoiler, can, I here's an, the sp- can I give you an analogy? Don't tell me. I don't <laughs> no, watch don't. It. Can I give you? Here, no, can I, wait, can I? Can, spo- can I give you an analogy? Here, listen, listen, can I give you an listen, analogy, listen. and then you can tell me if it's true or not. Listen, listen. Was it like back when when um, Blade Runner came out, mm. and there's a lot of ambiguity no. with the ending? And then no, 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 wait. Let me let me finish. There's no ambiguity. They tell you what happens, and it's just no, no. I know, but what I'm saying is like, do you? So there's this big controversy with the unicorn and the dream, and whether he's yeah. So then yeah, and everyone's like, oh my god, what a genius thing, and then Ridley Scott was like. He a robot, and then everyone's like, "Why the fuck, bro? Like you ruined it. Like is it kind of like that? Where like, nope. th- like there could have been something good in there, and then it just like someone fucked it up at the end. Yeah, they don't show the ending of the fight. What? Huh? They just tell you who wins five minutes later. Oh fuck off! What? All right, now I'm not watching it. it I'd rather just have them kiss in my <laughs> exactly. Head. That's, that's what I'm telling you. Like that's how bad this ending is. Like they don't even show you the end of the fight. It's just like yeah, this person won, and you're just like, do you think? Do you think it's off. gonna be like a? What if like it's what insulting? If you pir- like pirated it, it or shit. something like that, and it's like. You know when like they do that thing where it's like if you pirated the game, you have an yeah, eye patch yeah. in the game yeah. and you can't get rid of. That's what is it, it felt like, like. You didn't you didn't watch it on Crunchyroll. You don't get the <laughs> final ending, idiot. Yeah. Like is that like kind of what it oh is? Oh my god! Like I was infuriated. Like I was just like, 
like I like you know like in the end of Rocky, I think it's Rocky three where like they where like Creed and Rocky uh, Rocky yeah. get back in the ring and do like a yeah, little and they kiss and then they <laughs> kiss and then they like do the, like it, it finishes at the like the punch at each other and you're like oh that was yeah. awesome like oh you never know who's gonna win that's what I mean but then like five minutes later they do that that's kind of how that scene does and then all of a sudden they're like oh no this guy won and you're like. What? I just felt that th- this anime was going to be trash from the beginning, though. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I know you did. I, we spoke, we've spoken about this. this. Yeah. You even told me, hey, Dash, go watch Megalobox. It's going to be like tops. And I was like, yeah. I'm going to watch Because I think you were also talking with Pez about it. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'll check yeah. this out tonight. And I did. I watched the first episode in. I was like, done. No more. But but see, at least that first episode gives you enough of a, like, oh, I don't want to watch it. Oh, I don't like this. That last episode is so fucking yeah. vanilla that it's look, just, look, like... don't get me wrong. The animation style in it was fucking phenomenal. For, like, the first episode, yeah. like, in terms of animation style, and that, that's what hooks me really a, a lot to anime, too. Like, it has to have great animation mm. or you're just fucking turning me off. But yeah. it was really the story in this that turned me off more than the animation. I was prepared to give the second episode yeah. a go. I see. I no. love the story. No. All right, we can't we can't stay on Megalo too long. Okay, no. So so ready. So <clears throat> it's actually perfect that you said that, yeah. Dash, because I actually want to transition yep. into this thing. Is that Megalobox? I think your opinion of Megalobox is the exact opinion that I have. Yeah. With Darling and the Franks, and I think that NATO's opinion on the ending of Megalobox is actually how I feel in general about the storyline right. of Darling and the Franks. So I'm going to transition that into talking about non-spoilery th- thoughts about the first episode of, of Darling and the Franks. Okay. We can kind of just transition into that. So so you said, Dash, that you, the first episode that you watched of Megalobox, you were instantly not into it, but you appreciated some things about the art and the yes. and like the stylings of it, right? So to kind of, again, I, I didn't watch much anime because I was very <laughs> yeah, busy with my engagement no, no, this week, fair, so I'm kind yeah. of just transitioning straight into it. So my opinion on the first episode of, of Darling in the Franks, again, not really huge spoilers, is that visually very stunning, very, very well put together. And I think that it, done, it did a lot of world building with its visuals that I was very intrigued on in that first episode. But there were a couple of things later on throughout the first episode that kind of like turned me off in a way that I was like, yeah, should I really watch this? Like, is this really something that I want it to get into? It does give and you think, that feelings in that first episode. Yeah, like kind of not inconsistent because that's not the right way of putting it. Is that like I think just stylistically for me it felt the dire- so it it wasn't quality inconsistent where some shows no, right where like because like you'll I, see something I literally really wrote good it down really bad. instantly yeah. the, some of the smoothest animation I've seen yeah like in in the yeah. in like the first scene when they're all in the c- cockpit and like a whole bunch of them are talking to each other and like when they're moving I'm like wow that's very smooth yeah. animation like top quality so it's not that yeah. So it's, it's definitely not that, but for me, the art direction feels, to me, like it's mm. a little bit all over the place. But before we go, that's just my, I wanted to give my quick, tiny opinion that you guys can chew on while we go through the rest mm-hmm. of the usual rigmarole of us, of, uh, of the episode. So Dash, since you're kind of well, like well-versed in this anime, can you do me a favor and just give me a brief explanation of what this anime is for like the non- for the non-viewer, yeah. Viewer. Viewer. There's a word for this. Not for the non-viewer, but like the, someone that doesn't know. Someone this, that has yeah. never seen it. Someone non- Okay. Um, yeah, exactly. Look, what do you think? Uh, the, the, the quick synopsis, I guess, is basically that uh, this girl, um, she's got uh, what they call uh, claxosol blood in her. 
Um, she's a mix of a Klaxosaur and a human, I guess. And uh, basically, you've got these kids and part of a plantation is what they call it. Um, like this cut-off world. And they're treated like soldiers and like cadets, I guess. And uh, like no remorse, nothing like that. No mercy and all this other stuff, you know, by their leaders. They don't view them as children. They view them as just soldiers. But the thing is, they're aging at a rapid rate. Uh, so that they can build them as soldiers to defend plantations around the area, I guess. Uh, but they're cut off from the rest of the world. And uh, this girl, Zero Two's uh, code... They're all given codes in, in this world. They're not given names. But uh, one of the kids, they end up giving them names anyway. Not, not to get into spoilers anyway. I think, I think well, they yeah, name uh, each other. Well, uh, yeah, Hiro, who is the, uh, the main protagonist yeah Protagonist. Um, he uh he's code actually i've got the wikipedia page up because just in case but uh he's yeah zero one six is his code uh there you go nato um but he basically gives his own for the name uh because he didn't like the fact that everybody had numbers um but zero two is the only one that really st- sticks with her uh na- her uh, kind of code name because uh, she's not technically what they call these cadets parasites is what they call them. yeah parasites um, yeah yeah again like yeah. kind of to, sorry to cut you off there but again very cool yeah. world building in even just the basic yes. naming conventions and like the way that the people yeah. treat each other in that first episode see I'm the opposite I dislike it because it's very metaphoric like the, the birds <laughs> how they're parasites because they're just little creatures that they, they that suckle off like society yeah. and stuff like that and it's everything oh, okay everything so is you're, a fucking you're metaphor it, in this guy you're viewing you it are. completely yeah. differently than the way i yeah. viewed it mm. yeah like i so again so so mm. we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit yeah. when it comes to metaphorical stuff but like dash what you're telling me is that there's this they're in this weird wasteland people are given numbers yes. people are kind of dehumanized and there are these kids yes. on this thing called the plantation and they they ride mechs and there's a that's the main protagonist yeah. is a guy named hero he's a little yeah. bit depressed he's a sad boy and he meets this crazy girl yes, with pink yeah. hair named so Zero like it's Zero like Zero. a huge like depression basically throughout these kids they don't know what to do with their lives and everything and the, the mechs that they they ride are called franks named after the uh professor who created them yep that dr the Frank. professor yeah um but yeah and <laughs> so yeah look that's the basics of it all uh, i don't want to give any more away or else we're just going to get right into spoilers but yeah yeah that, yeah, 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 yeah yeah and then you mentioned claxosaurs yes. and claxosaurs are these giant monsters and kaiju that yes. they need to fight using those pretty mechs much. and that's pretty much the it's yeah. giant robot fighting and it's pretty, really yeah, pretty that's much, pretty much yeah. what it is so <laughs> yes so that yes. is the basis of the show so so in terms of so dash i'm not sure how much you listen to us but usually after we do a brief explanation we usually try to do like design inspirations or focuses so like if the show reminds you design-wise of anything else, like, in, from the mm. first episodes that I watched, I it definitely yes, got, like, Gundam exactly vibes, I, obviously. I uh, got a lot of, yep. specifically G-Gundam, uh, because that's one of the, uh, that's the one um, touchstone that I have it, to the Gundam G? universe. Okay. Uh, again, Jesus. yeah, G-Gundam. Yeah. All of, of all yeah. the Gundams. The <laughs> least, yeah, the least Gundam-y yeah. Gundam there is, like... Um, oh, that's I, am, I um, can't even remember the lines in that goddamn anime. But that's the fighting one, isn't it? Where they're like in the tournament. Yeah, <sighs> the tournament, yeah. G Gundam is essentially the prototype for what Gurren Lagan would eventually yeah. become. Yeah. That main character is so totally Kamina. Yeah. So speaking of which, this show is animated by the same studio that did Kill a Kill and also did oh, uh, it's I think some trigger. parts of Gurren Lagan. Oh. Yep, Studio Trigger. That makes, yeah. It makes 100% why the animation is so mm. smooth then <laughs> yep and it's very very and they also use um they utilize 3d animation 
um, not I wouldn't say sparingly, but they use it in such a way that does yeah. not make it jarring mm, to mm. the viewer. Because I know uh, on one of our past episodes, Nato and I talked about how sometimes 3D animation can really remove you from that universe, especially Berserk. if it is all in. It's, yeah, Berserk, Berserk is season a huge two is just like if, like if you take out the terrible plot of season two, but yeah, oh man. Overlord, like, I, we didn't get too much into it, but Overlord's another one that I've been re-watching because season three just came out and my housemate hadn't seen it and all that, so I've restarted it from the start. And that's another one that does a lot of the 3D to 2D animation style that does, it, that does it really well. Yeah. So again, Nato and I, that's kind of a point of contention. One of the things we always talk about is like how some studios utilize 3D animation versus 2D animation and how they can kind of smooth them together to make right. it into a seamless narrative. And I think that... Trigger is well known, I think, for utilizing 3D animation with some of its models, especially in shows like Gurren Lagann, uh, towards the ending of that show, and also during the movies, and also in, I'm not sure how often they utilize it in Kill la Kill, but I think they utilize it sometimes for, like, the buildings. God, like for, I've um, been re-watching Kill la Kill with another friend at the moment, and... Nato, Fuck. what are you not watching, bro? <laughs> I could be listing some random thing, you'd be like, oh yeah, I'm watching that right now with two of my buddies. I'm watching, uh... Uh, the first I'm watching um, Iron Blooded Orphans, well, or I'm watching you, you, the original. You, you want to hear something else that I literally just finished as well with with that friend, right. and that's why we're going on to Kill a Kill. Y- right. Yuri on Ice. And fuck, is it still as good as the fucking day I watched that what anime? Holy, you're not wrong. God. Oh my god, Yuri on you know, Ice. I actually haven't seen it yet, but I've heard good things about it. It's it's probably top yeah, five anime of all, all time for me. Yeah, yeah, fucking Ice. God, I cry it's so very, hard in that. I think it's it's both nuanced and in your face in okay. a good way. Yeah. There are many things that are very good mm-hmm. about it. Um, but besides that, I also got a lot of weird Zoid vibes. Yeah, um, especially with the first of, time like, in, in, like, like in the episode, the first time the Frank jumps out, it is very Zoid. I literally wrote Zoids in big letters on my notes. <laughs> well, not only that, but mm. but like the Klaxosaur. So uh, for those of you, do yeah, you know yeah, anything about yeah. Zoids, Dash, or... Yeah, so Zoids, all the mechs in mm. that show are animals. So um, a lot of the times, some of the different mechs have the pilots um, positioned yeah. in different ways. So like sometimes, I think like in one of the terra, um, pterodactyl mechs, the riders are kind of riding it in, um, yeah. in sort of like a hang glider sort of formation. So that kind of gave me the same vibes as when the pilots are inside of the mech, that every, like both the male and the female pilots are, um, are utilizing um, yeah. their seats in different ways. Um, and then also, and I think also in some parts of Zoids, the Zoid would hurt the user, depending yeah, yeah. the main characters yeah. uh, specifically. So that's kind of similar to the female yeah. pilots in Darling and the Franks. So did you guys um, have any design inspirations or focuses that you saw that was like, oh yeah, that reminded me of this thing, or that that is very similar to this yeah. thing? Or... Eva, Eva, sorry, how do you pronounce it, Dash? Because I pronounce it wrong. Even uh, like, <laughs> Evangeline yes. or whatever it's Evangeline. Eva- Evangeline Lily from <laughs> Ant Man and the Wasp. I thought I thought it was literally called Evangelion. I hundred percent have a night too. That's what I But apparently that's, that's what I say. I say Evangelion. Yeah, apparently Evangeline, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Evangelion? Evangelion. Well Well, uh, I gotta go, guys. I'm sorry, um, the, non, the podcast the is over. I'm done. Weeb in the room just corrected the hardcore weebs, I guess. Look, in in both of our defense, it is the one black hole on both yeah, me and I Ian's know. list, and we've I, I know never you guys seen hate it. it. So. Um, yet, no, we don't hate it. We've just oh. never seen it. We love. It. Dude, you're talking probably two of the biggest yeah, mecha fans yeah. in, in like our it. community of friends. Yeah, no, Why? I don't want to watch it because it's built up. It's been built up so Just shut big up and for watch it, Nader. Far like, out. 
You got this. You have seriously you got the word. Like, no, I don't even know how to get into this. So, no, because like I've had friends that have like described Who? certain Nick parts from the Explosion like, Network. No, 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 no. Like old school anime friends, like from childhood and all that. And they, they that's one of their favorite. And he's like, describe me parts of it. Just watch like, it, Nato. Mm, it's all the. It's all the bad things that I hated about Gundam. Okay. It seems Give like it's jammed into one well, anime. And then, yeah. And then the reason why I don't like to watch it, is, uh, so I planned on watching on the plane ride home from um, from Tokyo to Newark, and I had like, a long-ass mm-hmm. time. I had 12 hours plus. And I sat there, and I was like, you know what? I'm on this tiny-ass plane. The last thing I want to do is be depressed, alone, <laughs> sitting in this little seat. So I'm going to watch Food Wars, and I'm going to watch the lady next to me freak out when nice. bouncing titties are all over the place. I, did, I, so, I just don't want to see jizz in a hand. <laughs> That's all I, I like. I just don't want to I, see it. What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. Dash knows. Yeah, yeah. There's a scene. Yeah. yeah. You're watching it in. In, yeah. in Evangelion? Yeah. yeah. There's jizz in a hand? Yep. Yeah. Watch it, watch it. That's what I mean. I've I've uh, been told I've been told yeah, yeah. scenes and I'm just like It's good. I'm not up for this. But you like you'll listen to me talk like when we get yep. more into Franks, you'll see the things that I dislike in Franks and I think you'll realise why I'm not gonna like just watch it. Gallery. It's good. Alright. I mean I'm def- this, we're gonna make it a point to watch well, it. It's I have the it next, downloaded it's the next, already it's the next guest that I'm having on is the major Evangelion thing. And so. he's probably gonna rep- Someone rep- described it to me. As yeah. Bloodborne, like there's Bloodborne-esque parts in that in that um mm, in that show mm. that are like very weird and yeah, celestial definitely. and out there. So, so I'm I'm excited to to give it a chance. So darling so, in the Franks, yeah. So darling in the Franks. <laughs> so the, the next thing that we usually do is called this and that segment. So if you like darling in the Franks, then you most likely will like blank. So Dash, since you're our expert on darling in the Franks, if you like darling in the Franks, what are some other shows that I'll, you might also enjoy? Well, the, the other way is, around. Oh, I, I was actually gonna say the. Yeah, I was actually going to say the title of the anime that it reminded me a, a lot of, and it kind of uh, says a lot about that. And Evangeline was one of them, and also Elfin Lee um, was another one. I, I, I kind okay. of thought that mm. it was very similar to, yeah. um, basically because of both uh, main characters uh, in Zero Two and Lucy, um, or depending on you know uh, which way, which how you pronounce the character, I guess uh, Neo or, or Lucy, I guess. Um, but the thing is, um, I, I get like. Those two are very similar in the way that the stories kind of uh, like that those characters are presented. I wouldn't say that the way that the anime is presented itself, uh, two different kind of sides of the story, but the way that the character is presented itself, uh, very similar paths, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, the more you think or the more you keep talking about it, the more I realize that there yeah. is a big comparison between be, between uh, Evangelion and I'm going to say it the wrong way. I'm sorry, guys. Between Evangelion yep. and Darling the We've Franks, made our bed. That's about, where we're um, sleeping in now. I'm sleeping in the Evangelion bed. <laughs> it's Evangelion, but so, anyway. <laughs> I do... So, Evangelion bed, whatever. Um, so, yeah, like, I, there is a huge... I know for a fact that one of the big talking points in, in yeah. Evangelion is, um, is, like, child soldiers and, uh, like, the psyche of these kid, these chosen one kids mm. in these like rough situations. And, uh, you kind of definitely get that kind of vibe yeah. from the show as well, because these, you can see these kids are still developing and like using these mechs and get, yeah. getting put into these dangerous situations are very stressful. And yeah. you can see that in the very first well, episode. So, so yeah, I can well, definitely thing, see the, that being a the funny thing that we keep bringing up is the sexualization of these characters in this story and how much of a, like an erotic story it can be sometimes. But the, the, the core of it is the reason that that is happening is because of the uh, rapid age rate that they're actually going at and how fast kind of 
uh, that they're like hitting puberty and all this other stuff. So all these emotions are actually in them that are, are getting rushed too fast for them to understand. So like, um, spoilers out there. There is one part. I know. You, you, yep. Wait, wait, ready? Okay. Okay, so because Ian doesn't want to hear it, Headphones so there out. is one part of it basically where uh, <laughs> there is a love interest, there is a lesbian love interest, and that uh, basically, uh, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. look, dude, it, seriously, there's a lesbian love interest that happens basically where uh, Ichigo and I think uh, well, I can't remember the other character's name. Can we talk about yeah, that? Yeah. How like wait, 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 Ian, yeah, yeah, Ian. come back. <laughs> I'm back. All right, um, so Ichigo, can can we just say a big shout out? To my boy Ichigo, he got a sex change after what the cancellation of his after the cancellation of his his original lead role in an anime, and has now got a sex change and is now a child. What are you talking, talking about? Ichigo? I have no it's idea. Ichigo what? From oh, shut the fuck up! <laughs> oh. I was like, it's what are you talking about? Ichigo's a girl. I was like, come, come, come back from from uh, not listening for the spoilers, and then yeah, NATO yeah. goes crazy for a second. Are you actually? <laughs> I literally, had, I literally oh had that wrote God. down. Ichigo got a sex change after cancellation you of dickhead. Bleach. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, d- anyway, I just I so thought Ichigo was have... a boy's name, so that's why yeah. I was like, there you go. It's probably a like a Sam yeah. Samantha yeah. situation. So, so my question to you is: Do you have any other suggestions for the this and that? NATO. Do you have any other anime that you would suggest? No. No, no, no not really. No. All right, cool. All right, cool. So now, so now we are going to pause to, or usually we would pause to say the next week's anime before the spoilers, but Nato kind of already mentioned that we're going to talk about Evangelion. <laughs> Evangelion. 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 Evangelion or whatever. Evangelion and peanut butter. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk mm. about that next week. Exactly. But... After this little commercial break, we are going to... Oh, wait, no. We didn't give our full spoiler, mm. non-spoilery thoughts. So, do you have any non-spoilery thoughts, Dash? Would you recommend it? Do you think it's good? Do you have any problems with the first episode? Non-spoiler? Non-super yeah, specifics. First yeah, non-super episodes, specifics. fucking awesome. That's all I'll say. I actually, yeah. Speaking speaking of that, I, I heard someone on Twitter recently, like, when that whole thing was going on, that they said, mm. episode 15, they said some, yep. some stuff goes down, yeah. and it is yeah. nuts. And... I, but then I didn't hear anybody yes. say anything after that. That was it. I, I've heard the ending is very good. Griffin Sem, Senpai, have we had? Yeah, we've had Griffin on before. Um, he literally yeah, said to me, yeah, he was in absolute tears the last final two episodes. And, like, it swung it back around for him after the mm. big reveal, uh, like, <laughs> halfway through the thing. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you would recommend it Pretty up much. to the 15th episode. Nato, what about you? After this first episode, because I know I'm you haven't watched s- all I'm of it. I'm still yeah, but, a bit uh, about it at the moment, because, like, it's very, like, in-your-face metaphors, and it's kind of some... It's, like, sometimes why I have, like, a problem with Metal Gear, where it's, like, it, it's not... It's too in-your-face yeah. with the metaphors. It's, like, it's treating you too childish with it, where it's, like, shoving it down the throat. Like, see? Yeah. See? Don't but, miss it. I'll, and I will like, argue this, Nato. Uh, I watched the first two episodes today because when you told me, hey, uh, we're going to be discussing it, you better get yourself a refresher. I was yeah. like, I watched the first two episodes, mm. right? I agree with you. Um, if I yeah. were somebody, like I even sat there and watched the first episode today and I even said to myself, why did I continue watching this anime? And it's it's one of those yeah. things where the first episode doesn't sell you. And I don't think even the second one mm. does, but once you do get going, it's really good yeah. until that 15. Which is like back in the day... Mm. in anime would have been all right but now there's so many good anime hitting at the moment that it's like you need to have a good starting couple episodes before like 
Yeah, get yep. that hook in yep. like early because I don't know. I, I might give it another chance, but like now the next season has already started. There's like three other anime that I've already watched the first couple episodes of, and I'm just like, oh, I kind of like yeah. this one and this one a lot more than I did the first couple episodes of mm. Darling in the Franks. But Griffin has watch Citrus. Said That's what that Griffin he's has really said. Watch Citrus. It. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. There's just yeah. There's just a lot yeah. of stuff that I'm like. Very symbolic, but not in a way where it's like I have to think about it. They really just, like, spell it out for me like I'm yeah. a fifth grader. They're just like, here is the symbolism and here's what it means. And I'm like, yeah, I, I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm a bit, yeah. bit of an adult. Like, even a high a little school. Bit. <laughs> Only a little bit of an yeah. adult. Like, a Talking high school could have yeah. figured. Like the, yeah. We'll get it more into it when we get into yeah. spoilers. But, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm still a bit yeah. iffy on it. Eh. So, um... My, I guess my final thoughts after watching the first six episodes and giving you my non-spoilery thoughts are that there, if you're into a visually interesting anime that has some, some things that are aesthetically cool to latch onto, then I think that you should totally check it out. If you're a fan of Mecha and that sort of stuff, then I think it's definitely worth mm. a shot. But I think that I, you might be, if you're someone like me who's very much into the narrative-based stuff as well as the visuals, then you might kind of have a little bit of trouble with it. And I think that there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that not any, I think every is not oh, perfect. Yeah. Right. So I yeah. think that, so I think that saying that like, Oh man, this is the worst anime in the world or whatever. It's kind no, of not it is, giving it's anime definitely justice. Not. Yeah. It's, a, it's a really good anime. It just has things in it that it's like too yeah. obvious. And I want, I want to think a bit. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think I fucking we, love yeah, we always symbolism. talk about like the shit that we love, right? Like we love, yeah. I love Digimon and Gurren yeah, Lagann yeah. and those sort of things. But, it's obvious that those shows have flaws as well. And I think yeah. that saying that you shouldn't watch this show because it has these big yeah. flaws, is kind of not, not giving the medium enough justice, yeah. I think. And I think mm. that we, I, we need to be a little bit more nuanced when it comes, or me personally, I need to be a little bit more nuanced when it comes to my, my um, critiques, right. right? So I think yeah. that saying that it's worthwhile for these reasons and if you're into those things, you should check it out, is, um, I think is good enough for me. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So we are going to... Oh, you guys have anything else to say? Or D, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to actually... Be, no, a B. Like, B, we, don't, okay. we, hardly, we, we hardly rate anymore, but I think I need to... Because like, I'm probably going to shit on it a lot, and I don't want people <laughs> to think that I think that I hate it. I think, so I'm like, I'm yeah, giving but, it but a B. You've only watched the first like, set. I'm, I'd say, before you even rate it, Nate, yeah. I, I give, it, yeah. give it a couple more eps before you actually give it a rating. Um, but I know mm. you as well, and I know that you probably will hate it anyway, so... <laughs> No, no. I, I give anime a chance. It's just yeah, the video I know that. Yeah, that I can give a chance. Yeah, I know <laughs> one of the right. one of the negatives of having intense ADD is that you can do a lot of things at once, but if things don't hold yeah. your attention, they fucking yeah. suck. So yep. that is that is NATO and I to a T. Fantastic. Yeah, so exactly. Dash, as the resident darling the yeah. Frankster, would you recommend this to someone? Um, yeah, I would. Um, I'd say that if I'd only recommend it to somebody if they said, man, I've got no other anime right now to watch. And that's basically only because of their last few episodes, because it's, it's a, a nice steady climb. And then it just falls because I felt that after those first 15 episodes, it was almost passed onto a new, um, animation studio or sorry, new studio altogether. I shouldn't say not the animation studio. The animation was still good, but new studio, creative studio, and they kind of shat all over it, to be honest. So um, they almost like they didn't know what kind of direction they were going to take it in for those last few episodes. So, um, look, yeah, I would still recommend it, but only if you're ready to be kind of 
like not disappointed in you and just kind of like, yeah, is that all? So, yeah, yeah. it's confusing. So I, I know I always name drop all the time on the show. Um, one of my favorite YouTubers, um, not Super oh. Bunny Hop, but uh, Mother's Basement. And Mother's Basement did a long form essay on how on how Darling in the Franks does not fully live up to the lore that is introduced in the first 15 right. episodes. So right. that I, I haven't given that episode a watch yet, but if you're curious, Dash, I feel like as someone who has finished and has some good opinions on it, I think that you should check that the video out. And if anyone out there who's listening has watched the entire episode or um, the entire series, I think that would also be a worthwhile watch if you guys mm-hmm. are curious. So we are going to take a quick commercial break. And after that commercial, we are going to come back and give our full spoilery thoughts on the first episode and we might touch on a little bit more than that. We might talk about the finale. We might talk about some other things as well. So yeah. if you don't want to know about that, we'll hopefully give you guys a warning. But if we don't, then maybe I'll edit in a little bit of a, like, a beep noise. Like, hey, guess what? We're talking about these episodes or whatever. Okay? So until then, we'll be right back. Hey there, listener. Thank you so much for checking out A Plus Anime. If you like the show, there are more like it on OKBeast.com. You should check out the OKBeast podcast where Ian and Blessing talk video games and more. Also, check out the OKBeast YouTube channel for all the nerdy content that your heart can possibly take. Thank you for listening. Hey, everybody. I'm Alex, and I'm actually part of a website and YouTube channel called OKBeast where we cover video games and culture, and we're actually very excited to announce that we've started a Patreon. Now, you might be wondering what Patreon is. Well, it's a platform where you can support us every month and intern get exclusive perks and bonuses in addition to all of the free content that we already put out and you might be asking well why do you need my money why do you need my patreon support well okay beast is a part-time venture for everyone involved and we all have full-time jobs second jobs schoolwork and families to worry about and your support will help us to mitigate the losses and costs associated with running the website purchasing software and equipment as well as create bandwidth in our schedule so that we can get rid of freelance and side jobs and put more time and effort into okay beast and we actually have three tiers available. We have the $1, $3, and $8 tier available for you to support us every month. The $1 tier, you get an exclusive monthly podcast called Stir Fry, which is an off-topic comedy show. At the $3 level, you get early access to our podcasts and videos. And at the $8 level, you get a bonus video, your name in the credits, a monthly thank you on the podcast, as well as exclusive updates to our projects. All right, boys and girls, we are back for the full spoilery thoughts on episode one and maybe a little bit more with the homies Dash and Nato Johnson. How the hell are you, boys? How was your break? Did you go to the bathroom? Did you meditate? Did you pray pray to to God? I was trying to shovel down a whole enchilada and I was unsuccessful. (laughs) The sauce is all over your face. As someone... As someone who has seen you eat NATO, I wouldn't be surprised if you were able to eat the entire box. Just literally unhinge your jaw like a snake and just open it all in there. He's coming to Melbourne in like, what, five, six weeks, is it? Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> prepare, prepare your yeah. refrigerators. So speaking of unhinged, this anime was quite unhinged in the horniness area. <laughs> and I want to talk about that. And I want to talk about that. So, you want to talk about the horny? So, okay. Can we talk about how they, they're in fuck mechs? <laughs> like, how, how, did they get from, how did they get from, like, joke idea in the office to, like, actually animated? Like... <laughs> So like, oh yeah, so they open up, they, they spread the cheeks, and then that's how they start the Gundam, right? Like, 
how did that like did were the, are Japanese people just so polite that someone said it in a meeting one day and they were really passionate about it and they just couldn't back down they were like yeah oh but Toshi worked so hard on the on the spread the cheeks animation we just couldn't <laughs> we couldn't <laughs> that's three months of work I will say there is a lot of detail there especially watching it again today I was like damn you know what they haven't done that since the first episode but shit there's a lot of detail in just a, the spread butt cheek and just the the placement of the genitalia and all that. I'm like, hmm, okay, you see a lot of the zoom in on that, yeah. <laughs> but like they sp- like it's like it's there. Like, so in Gurren Lagann, there's like the animation of them yeah. turning the um, the drill, and then there's a whole bunch of animation of like the drill yeah. becoming bigger and the robots transforming. But like literally, it's like thousands of frames on zooming on this girl's vagina lips and i'm like bro i just want to see the gundams hit each other i don't want to see that uh, it's funny that you mentioned this so when i watched the first two episodes again today i got reminded of a lot of this again of how like a lot of the sexualization on the characters came into effect and i maybe that's what kind of got me watching it still i don't know maybe my head was like should watch more of this stuff but it was more um it was more as the episodes kind of got further on they kind of forgot they kind of left that a little bit behind and it kind of became more of a romance story than anything um but the first few episodes yeah there was a lot of zooming in on the on the ass and the genitalia and everything else but it was just oh by the way i'm, I'm watching nato eat an enchilada into his cushion so he isn't making sound into the mic microphone <laughs> this is great but um Oh, yeah, uh, like it, it really kind of it left a lot of that behind. So um, that's what it, the first two episodes did really remind me of that. So yeah, I agree with you, Ian. <laughs> so like, okay, so as someone who has seen six episodes, I'm not going to reveal a whole bunch of like what I know or anything. And I don't, I don't even really think that from episode one to six, they really even tell no. you a lot. But no. like the thing to me that bo- the thing that bothered me the most about this show is that like, and maybe it's because I'm a prude or maybe because I'm not a huge fan of fan service like NATO is. <laughs> no, I mean, like, in, in comparison to the other hosts on this show, I'm pretty prude, right? No, and what's that supposed to mean? Uh, we, myself, NATO, a D&D group has a... Well, you're in the D&D group Discord we've got. We have a, a hentai room. Hentai specific, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm very scared to click on it's that button. Gross. But, like, it, 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 so it took me literally five or six people to get me into Food Wars because the first scene in Food Wars, I was like, ah, oh, come on, bro. Get this, like... Like it's it's a fucking egg sandwich, bro. Mm. Don't don't jizz your jizz your shit over a fucking egg sandwich. But it's but a I, good egg sandwich. No, I know, and I eventually <laughs> was able to turn that leaf, and now Food Wars is one of my favorite shows right. of all time. And mm. my thing with this show is, eventually, Food Wars kind of uses uses the fan service in a good way and uses that as uses it as mm. a tool. And I feel like in the first couple episodes of this show, I felt as though this was just kind of like what Dash was saying, where it's like. They're zooming real yeah, they hard, yeah. man. They're like, they're in there. They're like ESPN slow down yeah. shotting that. And like, I can't tell if that's me just not being comfortable with watching yeah. that in like gotta, my house with my father-in-law yeah. behind me. But like, you know, like I can't, I, I don't know. I feel comfortable watching an episode of My Hero Academia at yes. any time. Be in church, watch can, it. Can, Bathroom, can I be, watch can it. I be Alone, watch on, it. Super honest and have to defend you, Ian, on this when you said that I'm not as horny as NATO. Didn't even notice any of these scenes. <laughs> I don't know whether I didn't know whether I was like when you when you guys are like it's really zooming in. Though. I'm like I, I, I didn't are you notice kidding me? any it's of like it. Nato like Nato has like a monocle and he's like got yeah. the, the pipe. He's like full ass cheeks, vagina bump going on. You can't. 
I only saw like the metal parts come apart. Are you I didn't serious? see. Oh, okay. <laughs> NATO I really quote. I only saw the metal parts. Unquote. Oh yeah, exactly. I think I was just so uptight. Look, can, look. I like. I want a tangent, like straight off, because I want to talk about this. That's right. You, I hope you heard that on the mic. The fucking bird metaphor, and they just oh my would God. not let it NATO, fucking die. How can die you get the not get distracted episode. by the fact that they're flying these mechs doggy style? <laughs> I was too like these. About- this the camera is in this girl's labia, yes. and NATO is like the, the birds. birds, though. The birds. <laughs> yeah, but they fucking kept talking about these fucking oh bird metaphor. Like I, I got it the first thirty seconds you used it. He's so like, sure sitting there. And then you he- are sitting there going, "This bird. What is wrong with this bird?" And they're just showing all these ass cheeks on the screen. And then like he, like the main hero's picking up the bird, and he's like, "Yes." This bird metaphor. This is me. And I'm like, fucking obviously, (laughs) mate. And it's like two seconds later, he's like, but that bird, we know what happens to birds that don't fly. And I'm like, shut the fuck up about the bird. You know what? Okay. You know the stories where they try to kind of drill a metaphor in your head, right? They they don't talk about that that later, but it's going to be something that you will remember later. Like, I got it. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, I got it in the first 10 but not seconds everybody of them will. explaining. You're ADHD. You gotta remember that, mate. Oh my god. No, there's, no, there's not a physical person alive that should not get that metaphor in like the first 10 seconds. Because he literally <laughs> picks that up and he goes, I am that Me. metaphor. So do you, Dash, do you remember what I said at the beginning of the show? Is that when NATO and I focus on something, we focus on it until yeah, yeah. like we can't yeah. think anymore? NATO yeah. is literally, there's like flopping titties all yeah. over him. And, and he's like, bird. this bird, though. This really intense bird thought, but like, because I because I did oh, I did love the metaphor at first because I was yeah. like this is a really cool metaphor with the with like the it has to take a girl and a bird uh, a, a girl and a boy bird a girl to... and a bird. Nato, did you notice that Zero Two was naked in this episode <laughs> at all? Oh, in the water! Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ, Nato. <laughs> So, okay, the more you keep on talking about this bird thing and the more that Dash keeps on talking, it's reminding me of the other shows that Studio Trigger does, and it's kind of making me realize that this is true. No, I'm saying not... I do agree that they do it better, but I think that actually this show is doing the exact same thing that Gurren Lagann is doing and the same thing that um, that Kill a Kill is doing, but it's for a different audience. And I think that's one of the reasons why it does not resonate as strongly with me and out of all the properties that Trigger has done, Gurren Lagann. What is Lagan, this audience? Though? Here, like, okay, let so, me question. So like, let me. That's it, my thesis the, statement. Let me do the. Let me do the supporting yeah, evidence. Let, my let, guy. let me do it. So, let me. Let me ask yeah, you the question for it, first go for before it. you give me the thesis. Go for it. Because it's. It seems like how. Like how dumb they're dumbing it down. You'd think they'd be doing it for a younger audience. But okay, with okay. with how with how horny and like fan service is it doesn't seem like it's for a young audience that's what i mean i'm like i don't understand the audience there are they are they just flying it towards a dumb dumb fan servicey fan is okay the so audience i don't no. think they are and here's here's my thesis statement okay. my thesis statement is is that gurn lagan made for men right yeah. It is, it is all about male machismo energy, and, and it's actually a lot about Doesn't turning... Doesn't mean a girl can watch it. No, no, no. It's, um, that, what I'm saying yeah. is that the message is, is commentating on is machismo and commentating on what it means to be a man and standing up for yourself, and you can still stand up for yourself and protect those around you. Or, sorry, you, you can stand up for yourself, and you can be this, like, type A male, air quotes or whatever, but you can also use that, that energy that can sometimes be used for, for evil 
to protect others and to pa- fight, find your yeah. own path, right? And I feel like that kind of resonates with a lot of guys, and a lot of guys that I know love that show and cry tears of joy over it, is because they kind of shatter the prototypical... Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yes. It is all about shattering a lot of aspects of toxic masculinity, right? Because a lot of that is about like going against like destiny and like forging your own path, no matter what that means and stuff like that. And sometimes the whole world can be, you know, can be put against you. But you know, it's all about that sort of stuff. And I think that Kill a Kill did a lot of that same stuff for women, where it's like it's okay to be naked. It's it's okay to, and so for some men as well, it's okay to accept your own body and to accept who yeah. you are as a person, even if it's not necessarily what society wants for you right because that whole the, the, the thesis statement for that show is accepting yourself right not necessarily the image that other people portray for you and to not be embarrassed for who you are at your core right mm-hmm. which i feel is a very strong message for for both men right. and women but mostly i think for women especially since the main characters in that show are women right they're two competing yes. women yeah right and i think that um i didn't watch little witch academia it's but bad, i assume but okay well, I assume that that has something to – I'm sure it has some sort of like larger meta-commentary on like friendship and school or something like that. Yeah, I think so. So to use that same logic that I use on the past two shows that I have watched, this show, I think, is using the same techniques. Because I'm not saying that Gurren Lagan is super nuanced, right? That's not what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say. I'm mm-hmm. saying that it has a message, and I think that it, it shows characters in these positions and is able to take that message and then hammer it home using its storyline, right? And I think that maybe this show is for kids that are like teenagers, right? Like a lot of times in high school, when you're with your significant other, when you're losing your virginity or when you're trying to find a partner in high school, right? It seems like the end of the world. It seems like literally... When you, ca- when you can't find your yeah, yeah. partner. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, cause mm. in high school, it's like, oh my God, I'm going to meet the love of my life here at Jefferson High School. <laughs> this, is, this is the real world, bro. We're just... But then like there's also the thought of like, we're just a number here. The teachers don't understand us. They, the... Um, the, we're all parasites. Uh, the, we're, we're just parasites to these adults. These adults don't get me or whatever. And it's kind of yeah. funny that we're talking about it in this way because it kind of relates a lot of the way, a lot of the um, these themes and messages kind of remind me a lot of Persona 5 where there's like the adults that don't really understand the kids and they're controlling of them mm-hmm. or whatever. And, um, and I think that that's kind of what, at least if I think about it in that yeah. way, I really appreciate the show way more because the sex and the, and the mecha or whatever really just become a metaphor for finding yourself and then realizing that finding a partner in high school more often than not is not realistic, even though that expectation, let's say the Mecca are the expectation that finding your partner and and being with that person for the rest of your life and having kids is, it is the shell of the expectation of what your adults give to you because that's kind of what the Franks are, right? The Franks are these, the, the dreams and realizations of these adults for these kids, right? So I think that if you look at it in that way, while, again, not a perfect representation of the series in general, yeah. I think that it definitely does make those scenes that are hyper-sexualized for kids that are, like, a little bit younger, mm-hmm. like in high school, it definitely, I think, it makes it much more enjoyable and, I think, more nuanced than I originally right. thought. Right. I know, but it's still very horny <laughs> on Maine. For How would you You literally kids. didn't notice that there were titties you and labia in it until, you, until we told you. 
yeah, but oh my god. No, look, right. Ian, I agree with you. Actually, that's that was a great analogy to kind of cross it. Yeah, why do you have to be super smart when you're trying to prove me wrong? <laughs> Anytime it's every time you like you're trying to make a point when it's not proving me wrong, it's dumb as fuck. But when I'm you no, I'm not. No, it's it's okay. I'm just trying to make sense of it for my Listen, own sake because I love triggers so much. Ma- that you were watching a fucking bird while everybody else was like titties and asses. All right. <laughs> Yeah, look, no, Ian, you you, you kind of got me because now that I think about it, the psyche of both Darling and Persona, I guess, Persona 5 actually kind of does seem very similar. Maybe that's why I was kind of attracted to both. Um, maybe I, like, I do like, I do have that rebellious kind of side of me, I guess, in my head, basically, that I kind of do like where, um, you know, go against, go against the, the grain and be something else, be what you want to be and all this kind of stuff. I've always had that kind of attitude in life as well. Maybe that's that psyche was what I kind of liked about both the game Persona 5 and also what I liked about Darling and the Franks as well because there was a lot of that rebellion, a lot of that rejection, a lot of that um, that nuance there that had me thinking, yeah, you know, be you, do you, uh, make sure that you uh, go against the grain and everything else. So, yeah. I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you agree with me because uh, my current co-host very rarely does. So <laughs> I do, I 100 agreed with you right now. That's literally what I no, said. I know. I'm just Why fine. do you have I'm just to be right? I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm the the title of the show is just going to be Bird with Titties. That's <laughs> that's the entire show. But God, yeah. but yeah, no, I don't know. I feel like after first of all, thank you guys both of you because without you guys talking, I would have never come to that conclusion. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. I feel like I want to wa- I want to rewatch it from episode one and kind of use that rebellion, youth, finding yourself, parents' expectations sort of mm-hmm. thing, and use that as like kind of. The I want I want NATO to watch it as well. I want NATO to watch it from episode two forward. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, I, I know, I know, I know you will. Um, I want you to watch it from episode two forward because I know that you did give episode one, and I kind of and I do agree with you though, NATO. Like I watched episode one today and I said, mm. I don't know why I kept watching it from episode one. There must have been some sort of hook that I got. Maybe it was subconscious, and I was like, mm. I gotta watch episode two. And then when I watched it, maybe when I watched episode two today, I, like I did watch episode two today, and I remembered immediately why I kept going. I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but episode two was the hook for me, and I kept, I did keep going and. I, I enjoyed it. Mainly, maybe it was just the art style, and I, I appreciated it. Um, it was weird. There's some like weird art styles in it that are jarring in a way, like and especially some uh, characters uh, in this story that pretty much only appear in the first five episodes of this uh, of the series, and then don't appear at all for the rest of them. Um, but it's it, it's weird because um, the the rest of the series pretty much takes. Um, advantage of mainly Hero and Zero Two and their relationship. It doesn't really kind of... And mm. yeah, we get a, a couple things like, you know, Ichigo and her relationship with Hero and all that stuff. And, you know, like, it becomes a love triangle and all this other stuff after. So it's it's up and down. I don't want to get into it too much, Ian, because I know you'll probably want to watch the rest of it too. But it's... um, Yeah, it, it, I, I appreciate everything about this anime. Even the bad episodes I appreciate, uh, like, later down the line, I appreciate those as well. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I think the first few, bat, like the batch of 15 episodes were great. And then when that big moment, that climax hits at 15 and then kind of goes downwards, um, I still do appreciate everything after that too. Good. I'm yeah. glad. I'm, I, I like bringing people on that enjoy the media that we're talking about because I feel like yeah. whenever I meet people that listen to the yeah. show, 
they're always like, man, you really hated that thing that I liked. Fuck oh, look, don't guys. get me wrong. Uh, if you asked me, like, maybe about two years ago, hey, anime, I would have been like, fucking anime. I haven't watched that shit since I was a kid. But um, it's because of NATO mainly and, and the rest of the boys from our D&D group and, and even Ali um, that kind of got me back into it. If it wasn't for them, I, I really honestly wouldn't. I, I'd, I'd probably be still watching fucking Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. That's something that I got to start. So maybe you need to help me with some yeah. Doctor Who. Yes. So... I guess my closing remarks for this before I let NATO go, because I, I, I sometimes enjoy letting NATO have the last oh word, uh, is that the, what I said earlier also I think sometimes, kind of applies to this show. Like, sometimes, yes. Like my life. Most times. Um, is that not every anime is going to be perfect, and I think that mm. we sometimes need to temper your expectations, right? And they all can't be club bangers. And mm. I think that if you have a show that is visually interesting and you enjoy the show because it's visually interesting, then you know what? That's okay, too. And... You know what, maybe the stuff that I said about the themes and the thematic elements of it, maybe that's more than enough for you, and I, maybe that makes you want to watch the show more, because that it makes me want to watch it more. If that helps you get through the show and, you know, enjoy it, then hell yeah, that's awesome. But if not, then it's okay to move on to the next yeah. thing. You know, there's, like Nato said earlier, there's like a billion different shows to watch right now, yeah. and you shouldn't feel guilty because you started and you watched five episodes or whatever and you didn't like it. So, so yeah, yeah. enjoy what you got to enjoy. Yeah. Nato, hit us with them closing remarks, BB boy. All right, all right. I, I do want to. I do want to leave on some good notes because, like, I did talk about like the smooth animation, like especially <laughs> instantly in like the starting scene with the in the co-pilot, and then like the scene, the super horny on main uh, scene where she's like completely naked in the pool. The the bit where like he like wades into the water to go rescue her, like there's like wet yeah. anima- like wet animation on his pants at like where he went in and even like in scenes after like where they're talking on the beach it's still wet and dripping and it's like such good like yeah detail like the small details in this that i'm like really picked up that i was like wow this is and now like since it's triggered like it makes a lot more sense but still like just because you're a great studio doesn't mean like we we should give you passes if you do a bad job which they really really didn't in this um I, I don't know. I don't like the designs of the bad monsters at all. Like, I really don't. They're very... If, if that's the case, then you're not going to like the rest of them either. Yeah. I don't know. I was just... Yeah. I don't know. And, like, I think... I, yeah. This is how many times I did it. The, the bird. Uh, Hero, the flightless bird. Oh, he also mentioned the bird again. Oh, Transferring into the bird again. Oh, he can fly. And he mentions it at the end. That's how, like, it wasn't my fault. It was just like, that's how many times I picked it up. I did like the light, like the Liger slash Zoid Franks before it transformed. Yeah. Didn't like it once it transformed. It was, mm-hmm. it was very bad versions of the mechs from Gurren Lagan. That's what it kind of felt like. Mm. Yeah, like, I mean, was, you're never gonna you're never gonna get me to say anything bad about that show. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it's just it's it, I'm I, I don't mean it as in like they're bad. It just it looked bad animation compared to all the rest of the animation that was in that episode. Like the face detail on the mech was just like really weak and stuff like that. So I don't know. It just had a little. It did fucking amazing in certain points, and then just be a bit average and stuff and all that. But yeah, plot's usually what hooks me, and, like, I know I can, I've harked on as much as probably they harked on about the bird thing, but, like, I don't know. I like a bit of depth to the story, and it doesn't seem like they have a lot of depth. It seems like the depth they had is ruined by them over-explaining the depth mm. that they have. 
And so, I don't know. I'll, I'll give it a few more episodes, see if it, like, chills out on, like, trying to tell me the plot. I'm like, look, let me learn it myself. Okay, yeah, look, but understand that when they do that, they're trying to uh, essentially get you in deep moments into the story. What they're trying to do is actually get into your yeah. psyche. They're not actually trying to explain to you what the go is. I know, but, like, so many anime yeah. have done that, and they do it a lot better oh, without yeah, having to with explain... That, yeah. Like, like at the mo- like at the moment, it's the thirtieth anniversary of Akira. Like thirty years ago, Akira yeah. came out, and that is the most like metaphoric anime ever. And it doesn't explain fucking anything to you. And that's why it is so good because it can be interpreted yeah. so many yeah. different ways. That like that bird thing might be interpreted a million ways yeah. to people, but because they literally told you what the metaphor fucking yeah. means, it's like, oh, well, now it's not up to interpretation what this metaphor Let me put it mean. this way. If you watched an anime <laughs> like this, right? Uh, well, I'll put it this, mm. another way. So another person would watch uh, Darling and the Franks, right? The first couple of episodes. Yeah. Obviously, we've been talking about a lot of the nudity and all these uh, sexual connotations and all the innuendos and everything in this, right? A lot of people will get distracted by those and not even remember half the shit that's happening in the first half. It's like, oh, yeah. titties, asses, all this other shit. And look at the way they're driving this thing. Like, they're fucking in doggy style and all this other stuff, right? But... And then they would forget, hey, there's actually a deep meaning into this series and a reason why. So that's basically yeah. why they keep calling back to this birth thing, right? Yeah. I know, it's just, that's what I mean. It's just, I'm just comparing it to yeah. old animes that have like, well, even an well, anime yeah. that did it 30 years yeah, yeah. ago and they did it, they no, did it right. That like, a lot of anime still has yeah. a lot of fan no, 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 service and, no, no. and all that. And they still had yeah. a deep meaning. I completely and, agree with you because yeah. the writing style in this series, what, like, as I said, it kind of takes a steady right up. But the problem is that when it takes that dive, it takes a dive hard, right? And the thing is, yeah. this episode here could, should have been really a calling to that. So what you've taken note of with this bird metaphor and it being repeated constantly, right? It kind of would probably be a callback from when they did take that dive. It should be like, well, you remember how they wrote that first episode? Yeah, these first, these last few episodes here kind of remind me of that of how bad that first episode was written. So these yeah. last few have been written so badly that it reminds me of that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to know what it, it reminds me that? of? It reminds you, it reminds me of when you're a teenager and literally nothing is nuanced. Mm. Where like, hey guys, I'm really sad right now. I'm only sad. Oh my god, I'm really yeah, happy. Yeah. I'm only yeah. happy, right? Which, and I feel yeah, like, like, which is no excuse for shitty no, writing. I think no, the writing no. isn't that yeah. good. But I feel like when you have these, like, I don't know. It's I I, I kind of give David it a pass Cage for now. Writing. That's what this is. <laughs> David Cageian, yeah, yeah. That's, that That's is, what this is. Yeah, it's very heavy-handed, yeah. but I think yeah. that maybe the themes that they're talking about going heavy-handed is way better than going with a light hand because when you're talking about sexuality and like that sort of stuff, I feel like maybe maybe mm. it's better to be a little bit more direct. But again, that's not yeah. for me to decide. I'm not the not writer. Either. So yeah. yeah, so I, I would overall I'd recommend it to people. NATO, would you recommend it to people or no? I would specify it to people that I know their taste. Okay. This is yeah, this okay. is not a blanket one where like, oh, I, I definitely would recommend it to everyone. It's like I need to, I would definitely need to know that person and know mm-hmm. their tastes. Yeah. And it's not something like like an, a newbie would come up to me and be like, hey, should I watch this? And I'd be like, I don't know. I like when I would really have to know your style of yeah, like how you like something to recommend this to you. But like, it, I could see definitely people that would fucking love mm. this shit. Yeah, and there are many people in my timeline who do really love this show. <laughs> yeah. So I promise I'm going to watch some more of these episodes and I will give you guys some updates whenever I finish it. But other than that, 
I think that has been the episode for today. Awesome. How are we feeling, boys? We feel good? Tired? Do we need Gatorade? No, I'm good. Uh, uh, How are we feeling emotionally? I'm, good. I'm, oh, like I, I feel like a bird soaring oh on the wind. That's, that's what I felt going going through this episode. And if if you need clarity for that, it's because like this this episode has been very uplifting to me. But then like I've fallen, so I've had to flap <laughs> oh, my wings. Shut up, oh, Christ! See, that's shut darling up. in the oh, Franks. <laughs> Dash, please tell the people out there where we can find yeah. you what you're up to, any products that you're up to, please yep. hit us with all that good, good stuff. So you can find me on Twitter at Dash Gamers with an S at the end. Um, I am currently doing uh, two podcasts on the 8-Bit Network. Uh, Dash Culture is our bi-weekly pop culture conversational podcast where myself and Buddy Watson host that. And we do cut, we do touch a little bit on anime uh, sometimes, but we also talk about comic books, video games, uh, movies and music. Um, my other one, which is kind of close to this one, uh, which you know we pretty much covered at the start, which is uh, Dash and Holmesy Take Your Hearts, where my buddy uh, Holmes in Five is currently doing his first playthrough of his of Persona Five, which is his first JRPG, because he's mainly a first person shooter guy. So I told him play Persona Five, and we'll do a book club inspired podcast on it, and he's playing through it. So and he's enjoying it too. So uh, yeah, that's uh, my other podcast. But yeah, primarily on Eight Bit with uh, this uh, this guy over here. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. I'm sorry about yeah. that. I'm very <laughs> I sorry to, about uh, that. I to make the jump over to uh, top quality network like OK Beast. <laughs> no comment. I am reserving judgment. <laughs> so other than that, do you have anything else you want to plug or is no, that it, it, Dashie? There you go. Perfect. I, I, first of all, Dash, before we even go on to NATO's plugging, I'll say thank you so much for coming on. I... When we first started this new season of A Plus Anime, we were, NATO and I were both very hesitant about new guests because we were like, oh no, like, you know, scheduling everything is so annoying, yeah. but you just came in in the clutch. You were like, hey, I'm not doing anything right now. Do you want to do a podcast? I was like, yes. Nada was like, yes. And here we are. So I want to say thank you so much for coming on. You are a gem. And I hope that we can have more episodes with you in the future. Maybe with Yvonne peanut butter and jelly on or something like that. Or... <laughs> yeah. I, look, I, <laughs> I, I want to say thank you guys out. for having me. Uh, this has been a real blast. I've, I've enjoyed it a lot. I've always said that um, I wanted to podcast uh, with uh, this idiot on the side here. Uh, but it was a real pleasure to actually uh, meet you as well, Ian, and um, podcast with you today. Man, this has been a lot of fun. So thank you very much for having me. Thank you, man. I, you know, we should do this again. Yeah, sometime. I hope so. Look, if you guys end up doing a Persona one, I want to come back and talk to you guys about Persona. Jesus. Nato, watch the fucking anime or play the fucking game. See, I didn't even like the Persona 4 what? anime. Like, and I love... Oh, yeah. my God. Nato, tell us your plugs before you make Dash explode. All right, uh, you can always catch me at I Know NATO on the Twitters and all the other stuff. You can catch me on the other podcast on the 8-Bit Network where Dash is also a podcaster as well. On the You Game Bro podcast, uh, we bring on people from the gaming industry, tw- tw- uh, t- Twitches and streamers and podcasters and anything to do with gaming, usually centered around Australia, but we I like to bring in international people here and there because I know a lot of friends around the place, so like bringing them on. So go check that out. That's on Twitch live on Wednesdays nights for Australian audiences. So do it all the Googling to figure out what time that would be near you. And it also goes up on audio version everywhere on the podcast networks everywhere. Or go check it out on 8bit.net. Perfect. And of course, you guys can always find me at Ian Why Not on Twitter. You can find us at OKBeastNow OK on Twitter. And you can also hit us with that hashtag at A plus anime. Or you can, of course, email us at Ian at OKBeast.com. And of course, if you have a minute, please leave us a review on iTunes because you know what? It helps 
people find us because we're good boys and we want to talk more about anime. This has been A Plus Anime. I am Ian. That was the amazing Dash who will eventually replace NATO. <laughs> and that Probably. was Darling in the Franks. Thank you so much for listening. NATO, what do we say at the end of every show? Love each other and watch some anime. Bye-bye. Next time on A Plus Anime, NATO continues to be Australian, and Ian realizes he loves sports anime a little too much. What anime will they review next? Find out next time on A Plus Anime.